Hello, hello, ladies. Okay, usual checks, put the teacup down. We're good to go. No, maybe? Yes, we are working. Ladies, hello and welcome to day five of the Make More Money Challenge. It's our last day together. It is time for me to answer some of your lovely questions that have come in over the weekend. Now, I will say I have chosen four to answer today. There's a few other ones that I feel like are really, really specific to the person that's sent them like really like industry niche specific so I will dm you the answers um you crave you need but I hope so far this challenge has served you I hope that you are walking away with tons of aha moments and hopefully more money I know one of you have put your social media posts out selling already and you had a little increase of orders thanks to that post so the main aim of this was for, to help you realize that you can make more money in your business without the bells and whistles. You don't need to wait until you can hire the social media manager or the copywriter or the web designer or the brand designer or the coach, though. Hi, the coach. Um, you can be making more money in your business right now. And it doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, the simpler it is, the better. So I have chosen four questions for you. I've got them down on my other screen down here. So I'll be looking down a lot to make sure I'm answering the question, not going completely off piste. Um, reminder that if you are commenting on the videos in the Mo Society, talking specifically here to all the ladies who are listening on the private podcast feeds, because like I said last time, the download rates on that are outweighing the viewing rates in the most society. So if you are over there listening right now or you are watching right now, make sure to come over and comment on the videos to be in for a chance to win a 100% scholarship for Dream Business School. And we will spend the next five months, actually it'll be six months because I take August off calls, but you'll still have access to me. So the next six months to build and grow your dream business. We cover everything in there from branding to messaging, to your values, to your offer structure, to your selling processes, to your marketing strategies, to your content planning, to SEO, to team, to metrics, mindset, money mindset, um, email marketing is a lot. I can't list it all for you. Um, if you go to dreambusiness.school, you can see it all there. Uh, but yeah, you'll get a completely, totally free place and join me for six months and we can dream dream your build business, build your dream business. I haven't even got Friday to blame on my inside out vocabulary. Can I just like blame motherhood in general? Okay, beautiful souls. T-sip is in, ready for action. So I'm going to grab a question from here. I'm currently employed full-time and run my business on the day side, on this side, um, with the dream of one day leaving the job and going all in on my business. But to get the business income to the point where it's replacing my salary, I'd be working around the clock. Do you have any advice on how to handle the transition from employed to self-employed without burning yourself out in the process? I think I actually wrote a social media post about this for next month's content. Um, and I spoke to two clients about this in the last week. So the way I teach this now, there are cases, and I don't know exactly what your situation is, where the individual absolutely needs, there's no negotiation here, there's no wiggle room here, needs the business to replace the, your salary, like in total, there isn't like a space where like, oh, it's okay, I can dip for a while. Um, in which case I would... <laughs> allow for a period of really busy craziness 
No, I wouldn't actually. Sorry, now I'm saying that out loud. I wouldn't. I mean, ideally, you'll be able to do what I'm about to suggest next, which is, well, so far, every single one of my clients who've been in the situation. Um, but I would be looking at what you are doing in your business and how can you generate more income from the business without increasing your time? So is there an opportunity there for a price increase? Is there an opportunity to kind of restructure your office slightly or maybe get a new offer in um, to ensure that you don't burn yourself out? Because the last thing you want is to kind of like hate life for a little while whilst on your way to building the dream life. So completely scrapping what I first said to you. I mean, there is going to be that kind of like massive juggling moment peace in time where you've got the full-time job and the business is doing really well and is thriving and it's just a lot to handle that's going to happen um but what we don't want is you like literally on the brink of burn now so that's option one option two is what i teach most and i think it works really really well is you build the business to the point where you have got strategies that you trust and by trust i mean you know when you do x you get y you know, when you show up in this way, you attract more eyes. You know, when you position your offers like this, when you do this thing, that you get sales and you would get discovery calls and you get clients. So something, I think my coach calls it this. Yeah, I think it's my coach. Um, or I've heard it somewhere in the ether is that what is your business law? And by that, I mean, what do you know if you do it produces a result. So for me, my business law is if I do challenges, I sign clients. Um, as well as if I get people on the call with me, if they're meant to be my clients, they will be my clients. I am so rock solid confident in those two mechanisms. So I know if I just keep doing these events and I keep getting people on the calls with me, my business grows and it thrives. Does it mean like every single call converts? Absolutely not. I don't want every single call to convert because I don't want to work with every single person out there. I'm very, very selective who I work with because I've been in the position where I'm like, I will work with anyone. Just look at me sideways. Even though like everything in my spirit and my soul is saying like, no, don't work with this person. Um, I'm going to do it. I've got scarcity and lack mindset. And even though I've, I've always loved this business, I remember hating hating like the life in the business for a little while because I, I assigned people I shouldn't have signed with. Um, and so, yeah, just on the little sideline, I'm very, very protective of energy. And like I had, had a client do a, um, it was Abby Natalie from Elevate Her. She did the kind of the journey to income system, to consistent income with me um, a couple of months ago. She, she was in my mastermind. Um, and she was talking about that something she's brought into her business is that discernment of like who, what clients are for me and what clients aren't for me. And when you act with discernment and you sign the clients who are for you, your business feels like, a magical place and it feels really good plus you're also leaving space and capacity for the people who are meant to be your clients rather than filling space of the people who just really really aren't and make your life miserable and it's just not happy time so anyway that's not <laughs> the answer to your question I'm just throwing a little bit of extra info in there for you so so my clients who are in jobs and who are wanting to transition out of those jobs at some point some of them are like Susie by next month I want to put my notes in and some are like nope I'm cool for the next year so my job with them is to find their business law, to find those strategies that they do in their business that generates the result that they want. Because once you have that and you can trust and rely on those strategies, then it's fine. If you know when you do X, you sign clients, when you do Y, you get orders coming in, then it's cool. Like as soon as you have more time to do X and to do Y, um, because you're no longer in the job, then you know, as soon as I finish the job, I can then spend an extra 20 hours a week or however long you don't want to put into your business doing X and Y. I know when I do X and Y, I get clients and orders. So 
that's when business becomes really simple. In fact, a business should always be simple, ladies. I really want to urge this. I want like I want to drive this home. It's been such a movement within like how we do our homes and decor to like all minimalist and simplistic and like no no clutter and Marie Kondo your drawers and all those good things. I want to Marie Kondo people's businesses. Does this bring you joy? Does this spark joy? No, well then it goes out. Have you actually utilized this, done this strategy the last year and has it worked for you? No, then it goes out. In fact, it'd be a thing. It'd be like a Marie Kondo of business world. I truly believe the best businesses are the simplest ones. My business is so simple, so simple. I can fit everything I do onto like half a page. Yeah, it generates five figure months for me and happens within 12 to 15 hours a week. And it's beautiful and it feels so good. And I feel like the luckiest person alive. Genuinely, I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. No, um, I wake up in the morning feeling like the absolute, like filled to the brim, happy, fulfilled person. Not all the time because I've got kids and I've got hormones. And obviously there were like natural dips with that. But like my general default state is just so fulfilled and so happy and so content. And that's because I have done the work on myself in my business, in my home, to make everything as simple as humanly, mentally, physically, spiritually possible. So please, as talking to this beautiful soul, you didn't give me your name, so I don't know who you're talking to exactly, um, as you are transitioning from the employed into self-employed, into your business, allow yourself to strip away everything in your business and just find your business law. Find those strategies that you know you can trust and rely on, that when you do them, you get the result that you want, so that you know as soon as you have more time, as soon as you have more energy, as soon as you have more capacity and space, you'll be able to do more of them and generate the result that you want. So that is my answer for you. Um, obviously, if you'd like some help, around kind of what are those strategies? What should they look like for you? How do you find the ones that actually genuinely work for you and that you love at the same time? Then I will pop a link. This is for everyone watching, ladies, and listening on the podcast. Please take advantage of my time and money course. They're completely and totally free and you get to pick my brain for 20 minutes. I'm pointing down, like I won't put the link there, but I don't know where the link will be in the vicinity of my face or in the show notes if you're listening over on the podcast. Okay, question number two. I'm just starting out, aka haven't started yet, but this challenge has kicked my butt into action. Um, I'm launching as a coaching, launching as a coach, um, and I have no idea what to conquer first. Selling, branding, website, social media, content strategy, my offers, etc. What do you suggest? There's a line that I use with my clients a lot, um, and that is let joy be your compass. I know that sounds super woo and nice and frilly, and you're like, what the heck does that even mean? There are so many ways and so many things you could be doing in your business right now, so many ways to grow your business and to launch your business. And there are 5 million people on Instagram and wherever else people are hanging out these days telling you that they've got the thing, that you've got to do it this way. And here's my map and here's my formula and my funnel, and my vortex and my portal and my activation and my alchemy and whatever other cool buzzwords are being overused these days um, that are completely irrelevant and out of context. Um, that's a rant for a different time. Find what makes you really, really happy. So to give you a little rundown of what's possible here, I've got clients who have worked with me or chose to work with me rather for an entire year. So they paid my high ticket coaching fee for an entire year before launching their business because for them, it was really important to have everything done. 
They didn't want to be in the business, serving clients, making money, doing the day-to-day running whilst building their website, whilst building their lead magnet, whilst writing their funnels, whilst establishing their blog content, whilst holding up their branding. Like that wasn't their thing. Now, I don't necessarily like push that idea. I'm like, just get out there and make money and we'll, like that beautiful saying, entrepreneurship is jumping off a cliff and building the parachute as you fall. Like I'm kind of more for that. Though in the past, I have been the person going like, okay, let's get everything neat and tidy and like hype with the bow before we launch. So I've had probably three clients do that over the last couple of years um, who have gladly footed the investment without making money. I just think, ah, like the braver souls I know to be able to do that. Um, And they've launched with absolutely everything, everything ready. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. And then they just can get into selling full time because they aren't like, oh, let me work on the copy for my about page and let me just do my office first, which is cool. There's there's kind of pros and cons to everything here. I think from my perspective, if I was starting out right now, I would create one offer and I'd work really hard on that offer before releasing it to the world. Whilst I'm working really hard on that offer, I would be showing up on social media. I would commit to two or three posts a week, kind of just introducing who I am, where I stand for, what I'm about, why this business exists, what I'm hoping to achieve, the impact I want to have, the values, the ethos, the culture of the, of the business, the brand. Um, and kind of warming people up. I'm working on this thing. This new thing is coming. I'm creating something amazing for you, whether it's a product or whether it's like a digital service or an online service. Um, I'll be like dropping little breadcrumbs going, this is happening. This is coming. This is what I'm about. I want to get to know you and just build that community, start building those relationships, those connections, um, and that awareness about my brand and about what I want to bring to the table as an offer. Um, all in the whilst in the background, almost working on nothing except for the content going on social media, um, it, besides my offer. I feel that we are, I mean, I think the online space is changing dramatically right now. I think we're in a really weird dip, especially in the coaching space. You're launching as a coach. Yes, you are. Um, I think the the coaching industry saw a massive boom over COVID. I think people um, thought, like oh now's the time to try some my business thing now's the time to, to try be a course creator to be a membership creator to be a a coach and we had this huge boom in the coaching industry um and people got away with nuts things like horrendous things like selling 200k coaching offers and selling 10 grand mystery bags oh that was such a big thing about two years ago these big big like your seven multiple seven eight figure coaches putting out this like the 10 grand misdraft like do you trust yourself then you should be if you really trust yourself then you should put 10 grand on the line because I guarantee you there's 400k of value in this mystery bag and I'm like oh it's just not right um but like that's just not happening I know coaches who are literally charging 100k for their coaching now charging five six k for their coaching so I don't want to start a whole doom and gloom (laughs) about the coaching industry but things are changing in the, in, in the industry massively. And what I think we need to go back to is creating exceptional offers. So a lot of people have been burned by the coaching industry. I was one of them. I despised the coaching industry. And I swore I would never become a coach as a result. I didn't want anything to do with that industry. I was the person who invested thousands to work with certain people only to get into their programs, into their world and going like, I know more than you. Like all the things you promised in your big fancy pants, professionally designed, professionally copywritten page was all bloody smoke and mirrors. And now that I'm in it, it's nothing. It's a freaking house of cards that is 
blowing down right now. It's crumbling. Like you have no integrity. You have no expertise. You just thought that you could get into the coaching industry and launch these 10 grand offers and be like, yes, I'm just going to sell five, six, seven, eight of these a, a month. And Bob's your uncle. I'm a millionaire living a laptop lifestyle in Bali. Like I just, I, I hated it. Um, and I think what that period of time has done to a lot of people has made them like I did despise the coaching industry. Obviously I've repaired myself as I'm now a coach and I freaking love the coaching industry when it's done right by the right people. Um, my point of this is people put out crap offers for a really long time and did a lot of damage to a lot of people. I've seen it with clients. So like full disclosure, I've had three clients leave me for other coaches and they've all come back, all of them. They've gone for this, like the magpie, oh my goodness, that looks really amazing, kind of sparkle syndrome. And they get in and they're like, oh, you can't guarantee me 10K months. You can't guarantee me six figures in six months. You can't guarantee me your lifestyle just because I'm going to be in that kind of a relatively close proximity to you. Oh my goodness, you're teaching generic stuff. You just made it look really freaking fancy through icky marketing that clearly worked, effective icky marketing. And so I think as integrity-filled individuals in the coaching industry is our job to create these packages that genuinely transform people. Whether you're a life coach, health coach, career coach, success coach, mindset coach, business coach, branding coach, um, relationship coach, marriage coach, energy coach, alignment coach, all the things. Um, create, like put your expertise, put your time into creating something that genuinely transforms. And yes, we need the sales around it because there's no point in creating something absolutely exceptional if the world never sees it. So like obviously everything I covered in here around creating a sales process and a sales strategy is of vital importance. But my advice, I was starting again now as a coach, I would, like I say, be out on social media, not crazy amounts, just enough to build connections. And I wouldn't be just posting and running away, posting and ghosting, as I say. I would be there like Finding people with, again, integrity and honesty, not being a weird, sleazy, like sliding into, into their DMs, something really weird and just not how you would start a conversation with someone. I would be looking to how can I build sincere, real relationships with people who I could potentially serve because I love them and I want to help them and I can help them. Or people I could work with to collaborate, to get some more exposure, to help them as well. So, um, and then working on my offer, really, really crafting something exceptional. I wouldn't, if it's a course that you're making, I don't know how you are showing up as a coach, I wouldn't actually make the course. I would lay it all out and tell it first, please sell first before you actually create, because you don't always know that what you want to create is actually what your audience wants. And courses can take a long time. I know, um, to make and create and design. So please, please, please just bring it out there. It's a course, please have a course first before you make it and then make it as you basically are delivering it. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of answers the question. I hope um, I'm not to get a coach and I have no idea where to start selling. And then just allow yourself to kind of like prioritize the rest as you go. So like, I'm, fo I'm focusing on social media. I'm focusing on social, focusing on showing up. Oh my goodness. I'm focusing on showing up on social media. To build connections i'm focusing on making an incredible transformative offer and then i'm going to focus on creating a solid sales strategy around that which will include a lead generation strategy a lead conversion strategy because there's no point getting eyes on you if you don't know what to do when they when their eyes arrive um and then i'll be thinking about 
the website and everything else. Um, but yeah, start small, start simple, start where your joy lies to loop back to my very first thing I said in answering the question is let joy be your compass in your business because you actually enjoying the process of growing a business is the number one determining factor of your success. I truly, truly believe that. Okay. Um, number two, sorry, number three, even you mentioned the importance of having an email list. I'm a product-based business and I've got my customers list, but I don't do anything with it. Where do you suggest I start when it comes to email marketing? Okay. I'm not going to cover some too long because I have got so many coaching and coffee sessions and about three podcast episodes, two podcast episodes, third ones in production. Um, on this my product-based ladies email marketing when done right could literally be the biggest source of revenue in your business so I've had two product-based businesses one was on Amazon so it didn't really really count um and yeah email marketing was the thing that made money for us a thousand percent like yes posting social media was fine and um, brand collaborations did well and influencer marketing worked and Facebook ads were fine but our email marketing was like we send an email we make money that was the business law that was our trusted strategy when we send a newsletter we get orders when we share a promotional offer we get orders like it was it was that simple it was like press the send button on an email going out to our list I mean I think towards the end our list was like that's seven, 8,000 people um, within a minute or two of pressing a send button, like I would get the ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching sound coming in. Um, anyone's with Etsy or Shopify, you have to get that. Um, and it was magical. It was absolutely beautiful. So email marketing online is preached a lot to service-based people just because service-based is the experience that most people have, um, which is why I always say that kind of my USP in the industry is that I'm not just a coach for coaches. So I do probably have... I think we last worked this out. We got about 40% coaches, 40% product based, and then like 20 is like bricks and mortar in person, real life location based businesses. Um, I'm across the board. I've done it all, ladies. I've done it all. Um, point of me telling you that at all? Oh, that was it. Um, so I can very um, objectively tell you that email marketing for product based businesses is absolutely everything because it's funny and service-based and it works really, really well, but it can literally be the making of your business for product-based. So I don't want to overwhelm you, but in like my perfect scenario, as I'm happening, I set up with all my product-based businesses or most of them, um, is you will obviously have a weekly newsletter going out and I'll have a cute name. I won't just be like, sign up to our newsletter because that statement has not worked in like 10 years effort effort if it ever really did um you'll have a name you will have so that'll go out every single week there'll be a structure to that email so it's not like you having to reinvent the wheel every single week um you will have a cart abandonment funnel not just one like a whole funnel of emails that go out you will have a part you'll have like a new customer thank you email you'll have a new customer like repeat sorry you have a new order from a repeat customer thank you email you will have funnels for all very different like your various products this is why ladies when choosing where you build your website make sure there's an email marketing platform service that connects really really well with this so that they communicate seamlessly i mean in an ideal world when i work with my product-based ladies like i want to be able to say like right send this email to everyone who spent 25 pounds in the last five days send this email to everyone who has spent 400 pounds in the last six months 
send an email to everyone who's bought this product because we want to upsell to this product or this one works really well with it or whatever the case might be. Um, so I think Shopify, I, I've been with so many WooCommerce and Magneto and Equid and Wix and Squarespace. I've tried so many and Shopify hands down has been the best I have worked with. The, the analytics, the reporting are second to none. Um, and there are so many great email marketing providers to plug really well in. So MailChimp plugs back in now. They fell out for a while, but now MailChimp and Shopify are friends again. The one that I've used with clients and absolutely adore is Omnisend. Like the behavioral adaptive marketing capabilities there, which literally just means that you can send marketing dependent on someone's behaviors and how they kind of behave and how, how they've um, shopped with you and interacted with your store is absolutely gold. So your question was, where do I start? I would email from a GDPR perspective. Don't quote me on this. Please go and actually get some solid legal advice. Um, but they have bought from you from a GDPR perspective. You can obviously email them. And I would invite them to kind of subscribe to your new editor to give their explicit consent, as GDPR would say, um, to join your newsletter. You're not going to get 100% follow through. You might get around 70. I don't know, depending on how hot your list is. Um, and then just commit every single Friday at nine o'clock. I send an email newsletter. The template's going to be a little update from me. It's going to be our bestseller that week. It's going to be, did you know about our products or whatever, just rough example. Okay. And then start getting cool with funnels and say, bam, behavioral adaptive marketing strategies, because it is an absolute gold mine with product-based businesses. Okay. Last one. Do I have time? Okay. Very, very quick. Um, Oh, it's going to be hard to be quick. Um, you mentioned a few times in the last session about your own experience with gaslighting yourself about selling, but you didn't get around to sharing the details. I'd love to know with your experience how things like this show up for you. <laughs> okay. I finished last session going like, oh, I kept telling them about this time I was doing that. I never got around to telling the story because I kind of went off piece of my notes. Um, but it's like spilt my tea all over my face. There we go. Pretty cool. Um, so I love selling. I love showing up. I love having conversations. I love getting people onto calls. Um, it's been a learned skill. I remember when I launched as a coach, April, 2020, but I hadn't yet officially started working with my one-on-one -on -one coach. And I launched my coaching offers to like this little hot list that I had been collecting um, through social media, doing exactly what I advised earlier, going like, I'm working on this thing. Let me know if you want to be the first to know about it. So I had this little list of people who've been like, yeah, I want to be the first to know about um, when when you launch this new thing. That sounds really cool and exciting. So it was a Friday night. I remember going like, okay, I'm going to tell people what I do and how much I charge. And I, I sent messages to these beautiful souls on this little hot list. Um, and like five booked calls with me immediately. And someone just said like, I'll book a call with you, but I'm in like to sign me up. I was like, wow, like it gets to be this easy. Um, and I remember like having a complete and total freak out meltdowns. So I'm like, I don't know how to sell. Like, again, my previous business was product-based. So I was like, just buy my cool product. But I'm like, now I've got to be in front of someone and I can't just like grab the product. It's like, it's me, like, welcome to my mind. You are paying to access this. Hi. Um, I remember emailing my coach going like, I know we haven't started working together yet, but I've just had five discovery calls booked in Two tell me they're basically in. They're just doing a discovery call for like the, the process, the formality. Um, what the hell do I do? How do I sell this? How do I sell this? Ah! Um, and I'm just sharing that because like it's been a process for me. It wasn't like I'm a natural born seller. 
Um, I've, I've done the mindset work. I've supported myself on all fronts from masterminds to coaching, to my team, to personal development, to get that confidence. And now selling to me is just like really, really strong, happy muscle because I love doing it. And it works obviously because I have a successful thriving business. So, um, I obviously had my little surprise bundle that is Gabriella Faith to join me, <laughs> join me, be birthed from me um, March last year. And I had six weeks maternity leave. Now, I have had a job since I was 13 years old. I've worked obviously weekends and then worked literally any hour I could possibly get not in school um, ever since. I've never not worked in my life since 13 years old. Um, and my maternity break, so I didn't have maternity. I didn't give myself any maternity leave for the first two. And so this little six week gap when Gabriella was born, I was like, this is bizarre. Like my brain is so free. <laughs> like Rip was like, it was, it was, I don't know. It was quite it was surreal. I remember going for walks with her in the morning and being like, people think about, they're not like planning their business and like doing stuff. And like, I don't, it was, it was really alien anyway. I won't go into all that now. Um, and so I decided, because I had space to think and, and feel and, and get creative, to restructure the business a little bit. I didn't feel totally aligned with the offers that I had at the moment. At that time, it was the six-figure academy, the 5K academy, um, and I had my one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah, that's all I had. So I wanted to keep my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I love that. But I wanted to kind of combine the 5K academy and the six-figure academy due to some experience I've had running those programs for the last two years and make Dream Business School. And then I had all these beautiful clients who didn't necessarily need me every single week one-on-one -on -one coaching but dream business school was they didn't need that they were kind of beyond that um and they didn't know where to go and I didn't know where to put them so I created the blissful business mastermind kind of like a natural continuation for them um and that's kind of become its own standalone so standalone product goodness like my speech today need to have Fridays my excuse but I just don't have it anymore um yeah so I created the blissful business mastermind as that so for women who have got the businesses set up and established you have got orders sales clients coming in it's just not feeling as good as they would like it to or not having that consistent income just yet or they just want to take it to the next level with all the support and the mentorship so that's why I, I created that one so I rebuilt kind of got back into the business April 2020 did the six-figure academy final launch beautiful five-figure launch did that cohort, finished it up, or was building Green Business School in the background and building out kind of the plan for the Blissful Business Mastermind. Um, and then it came to selling these things. I don't know whether it was like a, I knocked my, like having a third baby kind of knocked my confidence a little bit or having time off. I just got a bit lazy. Um, I don't know what it was, but I kind of just lost my footing with selling a little bit. Though thankfully things still sold, they did well, the mastermind sold out. Um, but it was this year. I decided that this year I wanted to sign some one-on-one -on -one clients. Last year, I didn't want to sign any one-on-one -on -one clients um, or any more than I had because um, I wanted to be available for Gabriella. So this year, I'm like, okay, cool. She's nearly two, nearly two. <laughs> She's nearly one. Um, she's not feeding as often. I can definitely fit some more clients in. The nanny agreed to do an extra day for us as well. So I'm like, right, I've got more time in the office. I've got a bit more flexibility. Like my boobs aren't as in demand as they, as they were when she was little or little. Um, and I was like putting out on social media, I'm signing a client. Usually that's something really egotistical. If I say I've got a client spot available, someone books a discovery call or like five people book a discovery call. And then I kind of get to choose and pick who I want to work with. Um, and I realized that's a really blessed, fortunate situation. That's been my experience ever since launching as a coach. And that wasn't happening. And so I'm like, hang on, my law, my, my law that I trust and rely on in business is that when I do calls, I convert. 
And so I did more and more calls and none of them were feeling good to me. Like none of these clients felt like that was the client. And some were like, you're my vision board. And like some of them were like, oh, I want to work with you. Like, yes, I'm so freaking eager to work with you. I'd love to work with you. Let's do this. And I'm like, oh, like I just can't afford it. Or like, it was weird that I just never had before. People know my prices before they go on to a call with me. So I'm like, why is it happening? Um, anyway, anyway. And then I was telling my coach, like, no, I'm posting bad all the time. And then she was going on my Instagram. I've been like, bitch, you mentioned it once in the last month. And it, and it was at the end of a massive long post. And by the way, I have a one-on-one space available. So that's a very long story short. We realized, again, through working with my coach, who thankfully is a master's degree carrying therapist as well, as well as a business coach, um, that I suddenly, through, I don't know what, through some personal evolution that wasn't best aligned with my interests, I f- felt like I couldn't openly sell very hard anymore because I was this big experienced business coach. And if you're a big experienced business coach, you should just mention at the bottom of one post that you've got a a client space and someone's going to read that and they're going to sign up. Um, And it's absolute BS because the biggest coaches I know, the most successful ones I know, sell all the time. They are always on Instagram stories. They are always in my emails. They are always on my grid selling something. But in my head, I'm like, no, that's just not, I, I don't show up like that. And it wasn't an egotistical thing. I remember saying to my coach, I don't want my clients thinking I'm crap because I'm having to sell so hard. And she's like, no, you're giving your client permission to sell hard as well. And by selling hard, I'm not being like pressurized tactics or badgering your audience, but like just being so committed to selling what you have to offer because you really believe that what you have to offer is so deeply needed by certain individuals, people, groups in the world. And so, like I said in our last session, like it's our duty as integrity, honest-filled business owners to sell effectively because there are people out there who deeply, deeply need what we do and what we offer and what what we make and provide and all those things. Um, And that was kind of my little moment. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have not been selling. I've not been showing up. I have not been maybe even showing up as like my kind of optimal best self and calls because I'm like, I shouldn't even have to do this. And again, it sounds really egotistical saying it out loud. It really wasn't. It was like, I almost felt like I had to apologize when I sold. Like I'm selling and I'm really sorry I'm having to sell. I promise I am a good business coach. <laughs> don't judge me. Don't think I'm crap. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just having to sell again now. Um, and there's something just, yeah, it was, it was a really odd experience for me. As soon as she highlighted that for me and kind of like held the mirror up to my BS. And she's like, but like you are literally stifling, you're stifling your own clients from being able to sell because they're watching you and going like, well, she never mentions her one-on-one offers. She never mentions her courses or her programs over and over again. So maybe I shouldn't. And I was like, oh, I never want my clients to think and feel that. I want them to sell with such passion and excitement um, and consistency daily, ideally, like I said last time. Um, and it's my job to model that. And you know what? I started doing that for one week. It was end of... April yeah I was in Florida for a few weeks and I got back and like right sort my life out I sell that's what I do I'm really good at it my people need me and I showed up their energy and I signed like three clients in one day from like not signing clients for nearly a year again I must have myself a hard time I half of that over half of that was like very intentional I am not selling I do not want one-on-one clients um to like three months of like why for four months of like where's where's my clients where are you why am I having to like not have clients, but I want to have clients. Um, to three clients signing in a day, another one after that. I've got so many discovery calls booked over the next two weeks. I can't even tell you. 
Um, I've got people reaching out to my clients, asking what it's like to work with me. I've got people asking about Green Business School. I've got people asking about the Little Business Mastermind. Like the whole energy has shifted in my business. It's beautiful. Like I think I wrote on um, stories a couple of weeks ago, probably even last week. Like um, I, so my clients and I and my mastermind ladies, we all use these money practice sheets um, where every single day we go into a bank account, we write down what we what money's coming that day, the income goal, a little affirmation, like a yearly one as well to kind of track total monthly income. So it just helps you keep kind of on top of your money and your awareness. Um, my income goal for May was 7,000, which isn't a massive stretch goal for me, but I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm happy 7,000. And we did 16,000 cash in May. And June's looking pretty damn good. So I wanted to share that last session, but I forgot because I wasn't following my notes. Um, just because it really can change that quickly and to make you realize like how much of it is mindset. How much of it is mindset? Because in your mindset's thinking like, oh, when you sell, people are going to think you're sleazy or when you sell, your clients are going to judge you or when you sell, people are going to, or people are going to judge you. When you sell, you're going to look desperate. When you sell, in my case, people are going to think you're a crappy business coach because you're having to sell. And if you are really good, you wouldn't have to sell in the first place. And it's such a disempowering spiral you get into. And if your brain's thinking those things, you are not going to show up and sell effectively. I am walking example of that. Like I had stuff going out. I did have the odd email, I did have the odd, post mention but my energy wasn't behind it at all my energy was almost like apologetic for it and going like oh please don't judge me it wasn't the outside world it was my clients which is hilarious my clients adore me and I love them deeply and like my coach very beautifully said to me she's like you're kind of harming your clients here like no I'll never harm my clients like, people tell you like your bad behavior is damaging your kids you're like oh my goodness I have to change for my children um not, I'm, not, I'm not saying my clients are my children <laughs> But like when you have people in your life who you deeply love and care about and you know your actions are affecting them, I was like, I need to sort my life out. And also having like really, incons not inconsistent, but like just not being able to sell when I wanted to sell felt really disempowering and felt like I had no power in my business. I'm like, oh, I'm doing all the things, but I'm not, nothing is working. Like, no, you're not doing all the things, sweetheart. You're not. <laughs> you're not showing up with the right energy, with the right mindset, with the right beliefs and the right intention. And you aren't actually doing the things that sell effectively. So sort your life out. And I did. And business is absolutely booming. I literally have one client spot to fill and then I'm fully booked for the year. Unless our nanny in September because we're moving next month. Oh, that's coming around quickly. Um, the new nanny starts in September can do extra hours for me. And maybe I can put some more hours in the office, but maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be the 12-hour business lady and the rest can be the mummy who... We want to start making bread. So if anyone's got any tips on how to start making bread, like super cool sourdough, um, like most days, let me know. Um, but that is a completely different topic. Ladies, I hope you have found value. As I always say, I really, really do. It is my heart's intention and mission that you walk away from the challenge with clarity and excitement and inspiration and permission that business gets to be simple and business gets to be enjoyable and business gets to be abundant and you get to be wealthy and you get to be successful you get to have it all like I I want to tattoo that not really but like you get what I'm saying <laughs> on my forehead like woman you can have it all like, I really feel like I'm a walking example like sure I'm in the military marry quarter right now in Plymouth Neither of the things would I choose. It's about to be a slightly nicer, slightly bigger Mary Quarter in Portsmouth. Again, we post, it was our very first posting back in 
2012. So we were returning to Portsmouth where there was like relatively newlyweds. And now we were returning with three children and a dog. Um, what, 12, 13 years later. Um, those aren't the things for me that make my dream life. What makes my dream life is how I spend my days and how I feel in my days. And I honestly feel like I'm living the dream every day because of my business, because of how I get to show up for my family as a result of the business. Because this business caters for my dream life. And my business is just, it's everything. I love it. I adore it. It makes me happy, but it doesn't drain me. And it doesn't pull me away from what really matters in my life, which is my role as a wife and a mother. I feel like the world doesn't like people saying that anymore. Like my role as a wife is more important than anything else, but it is. I am super old fashioned, if you want to call me that. Um, but yeah, my priorities lie with my family and my husband. Um, and this business, I'm so grateful for, happens on the sidelines of that, but it caters for that. And I think that just, it's, it's miraculous. It genuinely is. And I would love like my soul's mission is for you to experience that for yourself, to experience the freedom that gives, the joy that gives, knowing you're having an impact, knowing that your kids are watching you do something incredible and not get burnt out and break the hustle culture and break this motherhood being you know, the sacrificial martyr narrative, which I lived by for such a long time in business and motherhood. And I feel so free of it now as so I've done the work. I'm still doing the work. I'll never stop doing the work to step into this identity where I get to have it all. I get to have it all. I get to experience it all. I get to be so freaking good. Not because I'm special, not because I've come from a wealthy background. I really haven't. Um, yeah, just because I chose it and I put the work in to intentionally design it, create it. I will say, I always say I'm a Christian. I didn't create all of this. This is so much blessing and favor in my life. It's ridiculous. But I know that I have done my part to stand up and take the action. So I desperately want that for you. If any of you are at this point in the challenge and you're like, yes, Susie, I've got my plan. Thanks so much. It's been fun. Then amazing. If there are any of you out there going, I am so done doing this alone. I am so done hoping that this next thing is going to solve all my problems. I am so done this feeling harder than it has to be, then please, beautiful soul, reach out. You can book on my free time and money calls. I've got a variety of ways I can help you. They aren't all high ticket. Um, I do have my last one-on-one -on -one coaching space available, which is the, the biggest proximity capacity of me that you can get into your business. I am literally there in the passenger seat next to you in your business holding champagne and snacks, as I say. Not that we're drinking and driving. The champagne is for celebration when we stop um, and when we get there. Um, or there's, they say, this dream business school where you're part of a really beautiful group or my blissful business mastermind where you're part of a very intimate group, very, very high touch. Um, I've got my kickstart program. So there's a variety of ways that you can kind of get into my world and I can support you in stepping into this next identity, stepping into that next level of success, whether that is to get to consistent 2K months or to 22K months. I've got clients across the board and I love them all and I love supporting them to realize their greatest dreams in their business for themselves and for their families. So thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart for being here. If you've listened all this way through, I appreciate you honestly more than I can say to the ladies listening on the podcast and watching the videos honestly I know you get hounded to sign up for free things all the time so it, it means the world to me that you've been trusting me these last few days um 
don't forget to do the things, the commenting and all the videos to be in for a chance to win a spot in Dream Business School. Otherwise, ladies, thank you again. Adore you all. I want to hear from you. So please reach out if you get any or when, when you get some big results um, from implementing some of the strategies and the tactics that we spoke about. And ultimately, go and get your time and money call booked in if you haven't got it booked in already. Okay, ladies, it's been an absolute joy in the challenge. And I hope to see you on the next one or hope to see you on my screen again soon. Have a beautiful day. Bye.